lift up all these prayer requests, people are hurting. You side family. You with those in the hospital that are looking for healing. We just thank you, God, that you always are there when we need you most, Lord. Help us to always keep our eyes on you and not the circumstances. We thank you for your word and how it never changes, Lord. We thank you for the gift of salvation. Help us never to take that for granted. Be with everyone and their families for Thanksgiving. Again, we thank you for our Bible-believing church. Get it faster now as he delivers your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, who's your, who's your guest? Um, this is Miss Pat. Miss um, Pat is a dear friend. It's an honor to have her with you today. Amen. Um, she took excellent care of my mom at home. And okay. Amen. Amen. Well, afterwards, afterwards, you know, uh, I brought a little pan with me. I smoked a turkey today. Amen. And so I got some smoked turkey out in the house if you all want to taste. So, uh, anyhow, good to have you, Miss Pat. Thank you for coming. Thank you. And uh, appreciate your service. We, uh, we love Miss Jean. We know she's with the Lord. And no more pain, no more hospital visits, no more falling, no more strokes. And, uh, but there's a hole in the hearts. And that's, that's that we have to stay here and deal with that. And no Colin and her family will be going through that. And uh, continue to pray and, and keep on keeping on. Amen. Amen. Well, 2 Timothy chapter 1, we, uh, we are, we are uh, really good at hiding things. And, and, and we hide, we're not very transparent as people. We really don't. We're not, we're not transparent. We don't. Uh, we kind of play it close to the vest. I guess that's the phrase we would say. And a lot of time, a lot of the ways we we compensate is we focus on something in our lives, and 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 that is that is our life. But on the other side, we keep things hidden, some things hidden. And uh, I've seen some of the strongest people in the world physically go through this. I've seen some of the most spiritually on the surface people go through this. And we all have to deal with this. By the way, you don't come to church and hear a message and God works in your heart and you make a decision and everything's good. You know, Christian life is a progress. Amen. Right? It just you didn't want to you want to have a get a good read is the word, the book Pilgrim's Progress, and uh, a lot of it, it's a progress. It's a battlefield, brother. Amen. It's it's a it's a day by day yes. walk, right? 
And anybody that acts like they've got everything under control is is a hypocrite, a liar, and fooling themselves. And, and just, you know, it's, it's not the way it is. And so when you get real with yourself, you realize there's some things you have to deal with it. Tonight I want to look at uh, look, look at verse 6 and verse through 8. And I'm not going to hurry through this study because I, I want to make sure we get get the thoughts. It says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance uh, that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Be thou therefore be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of the Lord, nor uh, of me, his prisoner, but be thou a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. Now I want us to think about this. God has given to us as the children of God the resources to handle fear. Someone said, you're either handling fear or it's handling you. And John Hunter, in his book, Knowing God's Secrets, right, he says this, medical science now recognizes that between 60 and 90% of our sicknesses are caused by such emotions as fear, sorrow, envy, resentment, and hatred. Fear. Fear. Uh, we, are, we, we have fear peddlers. That's what people have been doing for years. Fear peddlers. Uh, we 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 have in the past years we've had people say, you know, you need to listen to the science. Well, science is knowledge, and the people that are science do not know what they're talking about. It's true. They don't know what they're talking about, and uh, people say, well, you know, you're crazy. You're not. A, you're, and if you don't agree, you're nuts. Well, that's another message. As believers, listen to this, I wrote this down, we need to learn how to deal with such emotions as worry and fear and depression and bitterness. We need to learn that. We need to learn how to deal with how we feel. And, and this, this thing of fear we need to understand. Someone said, from the cradle to the grave, fear casts its baleful shadow. Fear is man's greatest adversary. You remember the... Uh, in, in April 1970, the the astronauts, three astronauts, went up. They were named Jimmy, or Jimmy, J- Jim Lovell, Jack Swagger, and Fred Hayes. And suddenly, they found themselves they found themselves in a frightening moment. Apollo 13 was on its way to the moon, 180,521 nautical miles from the Earth, and halfway to the moon, the oxygen tank in the service module exploded. The entire side of the spacecraft module exploded. The, the, the entire side of the spacecraft was blown away and what followed was perhaps the most daring and miraculous rescue in history. Lovell said he heard a small but distinct bang. He was in midair at the time and didn't feel that uh, what Fagger, uh, Swaggart felt who at the time was at the control. Swaggart said he felt a small a, a, a small shudder. They wouldn't have have thought that much about it, except that that at that moment in the three earphone, earphones, the master alarm went off. The control center at Houston, which was not only monitors uh, the spacecraft, but 
The astronauts as well said in five seconds their heart rate went from 70 to 130 beats per minute. And he says, and we need to understand, they, were, they, they found themselves suddenly in fear. And that's what happens to us. That's what happens to us. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 9 and 10 says this, And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. Fear began with sin. Amen, that's right. It began with sin. It began with sin and, 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 and the relationship with God is not what it can be because of sin. Before you're saved, you have to understand only Jesus Christ and his shed blood on the cross can take care of your sin. After you're saved, you must confess your sin on a regular basis and keep your accounts clear. Amen, that's right. Uh, uh, Julius Caesar, who without fear led thousands into battle, once he, he once remarked, listen to this, even the shouts of his enemies were music to his ears, yet he was terribly afraid of thunder. When it vaguely looked like a storm was brewing, he would begin to shiver and shake. And, and, and we, we, that's what I was saying. We, we hide our fears. Uh, everybody has fear of something. Everybody has fear of something. Uh, you heard about the fellow. Uh, he was called Farmer Joe. He, he had been involved in an accident and decided his injuries from the accident were, ser were, were serious enough to take the trucking company to court. In court, the trucking company's fancy lawyer was questioning Farmer Joe. Didn't you say at the scene of the accident, I'm fine, said the lawyer? Farmer Joe responded, well, i tell you what happened. I had just loaded my favorite mule, Bessie, into the, in, into the, the lawyer interrupted. I didn't ask for details, just to answer the question. Did you not say at the scene of the accident, I'm fine? Farmer Joe said, well, I had just got Bessie into the trailer and I was driving down the road. The, the lawyer interrupted again and said, judge, I'm, I'm, trying to establish the fact that at the scene of the accident, the man told the highway patrolman on the scene that he was fine. Now, several weeks after the accident, he is trying to, to, to sue my client. I believe he's a fraud. Please tell him simply to answer the question. By this time, the judge was fairly interested in Farmer Joe's answer and said to the lawyer, I'd like to hear what, was, what he has to say about his favorite mule, Bessie. Joe thanked the judge and proceeded, well, I was... I was say, as I was saying, I had loaded Bessie, my favorite mule, into the trailer and was driving down the highway when this huge semi-truck and, and trailer ran the stop sign and smacked my truck right in the side. I was thrown into the ditch and Bessie was thrown into the other. I was hurting real bad and I didn't move. However, I could hear old Bessie moaning and groaning. I knew she was in terrible shape just by her groan. Shortly after the accident, a highway patrolman came on the scene. He could hear Bessie moaning and groaning, so he went over to her. After he looked at her, he took out his gun and shot her between the eyes. Then the patrolman came across the road with his gun in his hand, looked at me and said, your mule was in bad shape. I had to shoot her. How are you feeling? 
And he wanted to make sure he knew he was feeling fine, right? Yeah, that makes that makes real sense. But I, well, let me let, let, let's look some at some 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 descriptions. Look, look here, look here in our text, and let's think. Paul is writing to Temp- Timothy, and in in verse seven he said he talks about the matter of fear, and, and the the word fear we get the word phobia from fear, and and and, and someone has said there's over seven hundred different kinds of phobias. <laughs> Uh, claustrophobia, acrophobia, demophobia, all kinds of phobias. The Bible describes several kinds of fears. And so let, let, let's look at this tonight. And we're, we're, we're not going to get, I'm, I'm sure we're not going to get through all this, so you'll have to stay tuned. We'll have to continue this next Wednesday. But there is, first of all, there is holy fear. There's holy fear. Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 13 says, Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him. Amen. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Holy fear is the fear of the Lord. Now that's a good fear. That's that's a relationship fear. This this fear is not a negative. It has both a negative and a positive uh, influence because we want to be right with God. Okay? We fear disappointing him. We fear being on the wrong side. Hebrews 10 and verse 31 says, It is a fearful thing to fall into the hand, hands of a living God. Right. So, by the way, there's not, a lot of, there's not a lot of holy fear in the world today. Not a lot. The fear of the Lord is the way, is, has a way of keeping us close to him. Understand the negative, not staying close to the Lord. We draw, and and you 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 know it. The, the 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 hymn says, "Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love." And it doesn't take much for us to get away from God. Amen. Amen. It doesn't take much. It doesn't. And it, 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 this goes for the preacher. This goes for the deacon. Goes for the trustee, and goes for the church mouse too. Amen. Amen. We've all got to stay close to the Lord. And, and, and if we don't, if we don't, we, draw, we, we, we get away from him, we backslide. But in a positive sense, there is fear of what we will, we will do to God. And it's under, understand. A young girl said this. A young girl was out on, with some friends, and they were trying to get her to drink, and she refused. One said to her, what's the matter? Are you afraid your parents will find out and hurt you? She replied, No. I'm afraid my parents will find out and hurt them. Wow. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Amen. Wow. How, 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 how has the world and how have we changed concerning evil? If you as a Christian find yourself asking questions about what's wrong with that, you need to rewrite that question. What's right with that? Amen. What's right with that? Evil. Evil. Let me, let me, let me tell you something. When I was a kid, they used to have this soap, bars of soap called ivory soap. They're about this big. They floated in the bath. Remember? They also played a role if I had potty mouth. 
You ever bitten off a, 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 a soap and, and chewed it? Now, they didn't make us swallow it. But I ha- I've had my, my mouth washed out with soap. Now, we laugh, we laugh, we laugh about that, but I'm going to tell you something. Folks, folks in, the, in the old times got, got their point across. Amen? Now, today, today... I mean, kids cuss out their parents. They 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 talk. They say stuff. I'll tell you what. You go you go into the school. Chris, you work in school. What 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 grade you work in? I work in special ed. Special ed. Yeah. But you, so you never hear cuss words or anything, do you? Is you saying? Are you pointing Miss Collins? Miss Collins cut. <laughs> no, listen, listen. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That, that, yeah, those those kids, those kids, those kids. Some of those kids can really. I mean, if you graded them on it, they get. An a. They could. They could. And I mean, they say some stuff that's nasty stuff. I mean, they. I mean, the every day there's a new nasty term. And you, and, and you say, why, why does that happen? There's no fear of God. There's no fear of God. Uh, the, the, the local church, the local church, there's no, there's no, it's, it's, we're, we're moving to the local church. And you can go into some churches. I heard this on the radio. This lady was in there and she was talking. And of course, she was a Catholic, but she says, I went with one of my friends to an evangelical church. And she said it was like a nightclub. She said, what, where's the worship there? And what's happening is we're, we're ha- our churches, there's no fear, there's no reverence to God. So holy fear. Uh, let me say something else. There is a healthy fear. There's a healthy fear. Frank, Frank, Franklin D. Roosevelt, he, he, during the Great Depression, the Great Depression said this, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And that's famous. That's famous. Listen, Matthew 10, 28, and fear not them which kill the body but are not able to kill the soul but rather fear him that is able to destroy both body and soul or soul and body in hell there's always there are always certain things we need to fear smart electrician still fears electricity if he's going to go home to supper amen it's important that a man that works with explosives and nitroglycerin understands things that should not come together. Doctors, and I, I, I should fear giving the wrong diagnosis right. and the wrong prescriptions. Parents, we should teach our children that certain things. Our little ones, Patrick and Elizabeth and Benjamin, when they were little, I, always, I could always say, that meant they were in there watching their mom cook, and they saw the cooking and the eye, and it was turning red. They they looked at it and they said, "Hot." Where'd they learn that, mom? You know, we didn't we didn't let them burn themselves to learn. We told them it was hot, and we told them to fear that. Right. And it's important. It's important to understand that there's that there's that healthy fear, and then there's that there's hurtful fears. Proverbs twenty nine verse twenty five. Listen to this. The fear of man bringeth a snare. The fear of man bringeth a snare. 
The Bible says in 1 John 4, verse 18, fear hath torment. Romans 8, 15 says this, spirit of bondage again to fear. Now, what's it, what are we talking about? Listen, listen, there's, there's, there's a fear that will hurt you. Now, we are to respect people. Right. You understand? We are to respect people. And, 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 and we are to protect ourselves. But, but, but we can't walk around fearing people. Right. As a matter of fact, you, you, I've worked with people. Maybe you've worked with people. Their, their number one goal is to get you to fear them, be afraid of them. And if you're not afraid of them, if you're not afraid of them, they have a problem with that. Wow. And they're just going to get, they're just going to keep on. They're going to lash out. They're going to try to, they're going to try to hurt you. Listen, listen, the fear of man bringeth a snare. We can't fear, fear people. Amen. We can't fear people. Now, so, so those are, those are the fears that, that are in the world. Those are the fears that, that's a description of the fears, but there's, there's specific depictions not only descriptions, but let me give you some depictions of fear. Are you ready? In verse 7, he said, he says, listen, he says, God hath not given us the what? Spirit of so so what's it saying there? In, a, in, in other in other words, he is speaking of a presence and power of fear in a person's life. People, people. Uh, fear so many things. I want you to notice a couple examples. Christ, we see how Christ keeps, uh, Christ, how, how fear keeps us from stepping out for Christ. People fear serving the Lord and, and stepping out. Uh, Matthew chapter 25. Matthew chapter 25. Turn with me there. Matthew 25. Matthew chapter 25. What happened here? Verse 14. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into far company who, who called his servants and delivered unto them his goods. Okay? You remember this parable? One he gave five talents, to one he gave two, and to another he gave one. To every man according to his several ability... And straightway took his journey. So he gave it according to his ability. Okay? The one had, had a real ability and they gave him five. Other two, one, the one that wasn't really with it, gave him one. Then, then he that had received five talents went and traded with the same and made them five other talents. Now, what was he doing? He was earning money for his for his 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 his, 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 his he, he was for his master. Now, look what it says in verse seventeen. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. So, what did they do? They stepped out and did something with what they had. But he that had one digged in the earth and hid his lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. 
And so he that received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five more five talents. And the Lord said unto him, Well done, thou, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many. Enter thou in the joy of thy Lord. He, he that also had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. And behold, I have gained two, other, two talents besides. And he said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful in a few things. Now, two talents wasn't as much as five. But he said the same thing to the one with two. Are you understanding? Verse 24, Then he which had received one talent came, and the Lord said, I knew thee that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown. So he's putting on the, he's trying to put it on the, on the master. I was afraid and went and hid my talent. And lo, there hast thou that is thine. And the Lord answered unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore have put money to the exchangers, and then at my coming I should have received mine own with usury. In other words, you were to to invest that and make money. Take therefore the talent from him and, and give it to him which hath ten talents. Now, what's, what's the problem here? He had fear. He had fear. And if we, we have that fear, that fear will never step out and do what the Lord says and wants us to do. Uh, fear keeps us, keeps us from doing, uh, stepping out for God. Stepping out for God. I, 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 uh, I was talking to Brother Monty. Brother Monty, uh, Mark Monty, last night I was changing the dates on that, that, that thing I was talking to you about. And I said to him, I said, Brother Monty, how's it going? He said, you know that missionary, troll missionary that was killed in Iraq? He said, I, I told the folks on Sunday morning, I said, tonight we're just going to receive a love offering for them, whatever you give. He said, yeah, our church gave, gave $45,000. Now, what, what causes people to do that? Certainly not fear. Amen. Certainly not fear. You see, You see, folks, the fact of the matter is, we cannot fear stepping out with what God has given us. God has given us ability, and he wants us to use it for him. I want you to notice uh, the second thing, and I'm going to finish with this. We see how fear keeps one from standing up for Christ. Wow. We ought to stand up for the Lord. Uh, he, says, he says in verse 8 of our text, look what he says. Be thou therefore not, he just said, don't be ashamed of the testimony. Don't be ashamed to stand up and be counted for God. Amen. Don't be ashamed that you're a Christian. I've heard people, I've been in conversations at work, people just sit there and talk about Christians. I mean, they talk about it like they're nuts. 
I mean, they go on and on and on. They look at me and they say, what do you think, Pat? I said, I'm one of them. Amen. <laughs> well, you're normal. I said, we're all normal. I said, you're not normal. But there's nothing wrong with standing up, standing up Amen. for what's right. There are people that are standing up and doing crazy things for, for wickedness now. For those for, for the past six years, eight years, we saw people in the streets tearing up stores, beating people. What's wrong with them? Nothing, here's what they're doing. They're standing for wrong. They're standing for wrong. But you have somebody stand up for right, man. They're nuts. And people stand up for right. Daniel stand up for, stood up for right. He got put in the lion's den. People stand against abortion. They're putting them in jail. But we can't fear standing up for God. He says, be not afraid. He says, be not afraid of the testimony of our Lord. He's not talking about your testimony. He's talking about the testimony of the Lord. We're representing Jesus Christ. We are representing Jesus Christ. Black Bart was a professional thief. His very name struck the struck struck when somebody heard where they were terrorized, and he and 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 he he terrorized the Wells Fargo stage line from San Francisco to New York. His name became synonymous with danger of the frontier. Between 17, uh, 1875 and 1883, he robbed 29 different stage coast crews. He did it without firing a shot. He never fired a shot. Because a hood hid his face, no victim ever saw his face, and never took, uh, he never took a hostage and was never tra trailed by a, a sheriff. Instead... Black Bart used fear to paralyze his, his victims. His sinister presence was enough to overwhelm the toughest stagecoach guard. And that's what Satan wants to do to you. And he wants to keep you from stepping out, and he wants to keep you from standing up. We'll continue the study next week, but I want to tell you tonight, as we, as we finish that fear will paralyze you. And we live in a day and age when things are going, they're spinning out of control. Our nation is out of control. Our leadership is out of control. But Jesus is in control. God is in control. God has everything under control. And we can't let fear dominate us you say what do I do what a preacher what do I do when I fear because just because we preach on it tonight doesn't mean it's going to go well you get with God you say I have a father you talk to your heavenly father and you, you get him to help you with it right you say well how, how, how do I do that 
Well, just dwell on John 3.16. Right. For God so loved the world, the spirit of love casteth out all fear. God loves me. I'm in God's hand and nothing's happening unless God allows it. I can't understand this. My head's spinning. I don't know what to do. Whatever, But I am not going to let fear grip me. I'm not going to be paralyzed. Amen. Folks, this community is dependent on us as a church not to fear. He is. The people here need to, in this area need to hear about God. And they need some people that stand up. Amen? Amen? Let's bow our heads. Father, thank you for what we've heard. Pray that you'd bless as we do business with you. In Jesus' name. Heads bowed, eyes closed. If God spoke to your heart, you want to get alone with him. Marissa's is going to play the piano for just a moment. Or you can do business in your seat. Good to see you, Miss Pat. Good to have you with us tonight. Come see us on a Sunday. Where do you live? In Laurel. In Laurel. Well, that's not far. Come and see us again. Do you have a church you're able to go to? Yes. Where do you go to church? In Highsville. Oh. I'm Seventh Day Adventist. Okay. All right. I know where that. I know what. What's the name of the church? Metropolitan. I, I think I know right right where it is. Yeah. 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 Amen. Well, good to meet you. Good to meet you. Thank you for coming. I've um, been with Colin them for four plus years. Wow. And they're a terrific family, and I am happy okay. to be with them Amen. tonight. And you guys. Amen. Good to, be here. good to have you. Yes. Amen. Well, listen, listen, let's stand to be dismissed in prayer. And uh, we'll see you on, we'll see you, Lord willing, on Sunday. Now, look, uh, Don't eat too much. That's hard to do, sir. Because if you eat too much, you won't be able to move around and, and, and elbow people and get them out of the way at Black Friday. Any of y'all shop on Black Friday? No, no, me. Me either. It's too dangerous, especially for us black folks. Not us. <laughs> Pray for Darian. Pray for Darian. Amen. Good to see y'all. And let's continue to pray for each other. Amen. Glade close for us, would you? God, again, we thank you for this time that you give us and that you're in control of and help us with our fears, Lord. The Lord tells us that you will never leave us nor forsake us, Lord. And we thank you for another day that you've given us for the gift of salvation. Help us to never take it for granted and to share it with others. 
In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Now there's there's some uh, there's some uh, smoked turkey over there if you want some. What was Paul trying to explain here when he says, "For a determined act of better man"? And I was with you. And we didn't stand in fear and a much gentle. Is that he's trying to make sure he's telling the right the right things? Yeah, he says I was there. Things were going. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, sweetheart. Yeah. Hey, Russ, I need to squat you tonight, man. I need to make my legs strong. <laughs> <laughs>